We're breaking news, even if we don't want to. This is episode 55 of The View from 342. Hello, friends. I'm going to break all the news. It's all broken. <laughs> it's all news. Ah, all right. We've got to report it. We'll get to the fun stuff in a minute, but um, half the Chiefs are on the COVID list. Well, I'm not half. A quarter. A quarter. Oh, also, I'm... hi, I'm Sarah. I'm joined by Dustin and Jason. We are The View from 342. Um. I mean, 70 some odd players with practice squad. It's, I don't know. It's scary. I was afraid of this because, I mean, it just seems like, you know, you get a couple guys and a couple more. And it's, Do the it seems Steelers tough to slow down. Anybody? Do the Steelers have anybody on their COVID list? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, they weren't one of the bad teams last week, and so I don't um, – because I know last week it was the Browns mainly where the and then the Rams. So and, where do you think this started for us? I mean, who was our first player to go on the list? It was Chris. Chris. Yeah. I mean, Chris went on, and then Gay – no, Gordon was first, actually. So do you think yeah. this was like something like a like something outside of football? Oh, I think it's just a microcosm of what's going on. This is a really transmissible variant and people are catching it everywhere. And yeah. I think it's just you know, the NFL's not gonna be immune to it. I don't okay. think so last um Last week was like the busiest week of the year for me. So they they pushed games. How many pe- how many people on those teams were in, on protocol when they did that? About the same as what we have. Probably about the same. A little more. I think the Rams and Browns were over twenty at one point. And were those both teams had people or just one team? Just no. One. I want to say it was the Browns that really affected that game. The Rams and Seahawks both had issues. And then I don't know about Philadelphia, but I know Washington had a lot of issues. And like Nick Mullins was the third string quarterback and he started. And then I guess for Washington tonight, a guy that was on the Garrett Gilbert, who was on the Patriots practice squad is starting for them because Washington's two quarterbacks were not able to come off the list today. Um, But I think they're still all playing with the protocols that were in place before the NFL changed it. And so, so and what does that mean for us? I have tried to been reading and reading it and I don't If you're vaccinated, you can opt out of taking a test. Like if you're afraid you have it or basically it's just if you're vaccinated, you can opt out of being tested. Really? But Every chief that's on the list is vaccinated with 
with the exception of Butker. And I guess the NFL, like, if you have any symptoms at all, they want you to test. But well, then if you're – I don't – it's weird. I can't – and if you, you are – if you're on the list, you're supposed to be able to come off it quicker. Like, Butker's 10 days automatically. If right. you're not vaccinated and you test positive, it doesn't matter about symptoms or what. So he's out until at least next Sunday. Um, the other, I think now maybe you only need one negative test. Um, like to come back? To come back. Yeah. Not the two and 20, like two separate tests in 24 hours. And so then I do think, you think we're going to. good for Chris and Willie Gay or. I would, I don't, I think Chris, Gordon, and Gay would all be able to come off the list. They were all vaccinated. It'll be 10 days really close to 10 days by the time it gets a Sunday. But anybody that's tested since then, I think you got to worry about, including Kelsey and then everybody else today. Um, so what did, did you read Jason, what the parameters are to move or cancel our game? The NFL, I don't know if the NFL has any parameters. I don't think, I don't know if they have, if you're missing so many players or so many position groups, I think they're just, I think at some point they're trying to protect the integrity of the game a little bit. But I mean, again, you're you had a third string quarterback starting last night, and you had a you're gonna have a third string practice guy guy starting today for Washington or tonight. They were discussing it on the program this afternoon, and you know, if Mahomes ended up on the list, would that be enough for the NFL to back it up a couple of days? Um because he's such a driving force in the league. Or if you get, like, three offensive linemen, do you want to put Mahomes at risk? I don't know if, the, if that thing's that the NFL taking account. We did lose our starting offensive lineman today. Um, Nang is on the list. And Kyle Long, who hasn't been active yet. but Oh, I, did, I missed those two. They're in the latest round. The last update. Included Long and Ning, oh, okay. and and Armani Watts and Fitton, and well, I mean it's Kelsey and Bell and Tyree Kill now. So like, is it just the Daryl Williams show or what? I mean, like, I think if Daryl, I think Gray, you you know, Gray gets the opportunity to see what he can do. Um, Hardman, Robinson, Pringle. Um, yeah, Williams and Hilaire. See what Andy steams up. Um, Goodness me. It's um, I don't know. It'll it'll be and they're coming off such a great win. I mean, the best one of the season. Yeah. And they're now and then not only did that happen, the teams that the Chiefs needed to lose lose Patriots Saturday night. You know, the Titans lost Sunday, um, and they're the one seed now, and now it's, well, let's see what happens. Though I do think, I think the Titans are going to, and the Patriots are both going to lose this weekend. So you think the Titans and the Patriots are going to lose this weekend? I think there's a chance the Titans have to turn around and play tomorrow or Thursday night against the Niners, who are have been playing really well, and then the Patriots have to play the Bills again this Sunday. Okay. 
So I think there's a chance that they could. So maybe the Chiefs get lucky in that way. And I still think even with everybody, if we don't lose any more players and we get a couple guys back, I think they can handle Pittsburgh. I don't think Pittsburgh's very good. So what's no, your brain? I don't either. For us to think that, like, we can't handle Pittsburgh. Like, how many? As long as Mahomes is playing. Okay. Um, well, and it's, it's such a long, like, Kelsey may be, it's going to be eight days between when he tested positive and when the game is anyway. Yeah. Eight did, days, six days anyway. Well, did his come out Sunday? It was either Sunday or, I think it, no, I thought his was it was Sunday. yesterday. So, so he'll have five or six days from when he tested positive. So if he, you know, there's 50% chance that he was on the back half of dealing with, you know, COVID. So a lot of the guys it, come back. How many of the guys that were out for these games they moved actually were able to come back? Well, I saw the Rams got a couple people back, like uh, – Von Miller's back. I mean, each team I think got had a couple players were able to come back. Um, they weren't able to get, like the Browns weren't able to get either of their quarterbacks back, um, and both their quarterbacks were vaccinated, and so they're just needing. And I, and I think around the NFL, and I think this way with the Chiefs, I think mild symptom, mild symptoms is what they're reporting for most players. Yeah, which is For which is good. Right. Yeah, and I think around the league, so far. Yeah, around the league, you know, hasn't. Um, yeah, because have... last year there would be a couple who came back and they would like have COVID related symptoms, or you know, just be down for three or four weeks after coming back. And this year, I haven't heard about that from any of the the guys that have come back yet. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Amari Cooper, I guess, had was pretty symptomatic and then came back and, you know, and played. I don't know what his vaccination status was. I think he hadn't been vaccinated because he ended up missing. Like, I think he was automatic 10 days once he got, once he, uh, once, you know, he tested positive. Yeah. But I think the NFL, to be honest, is just, I think they're trying to get to the point that if, if you're vaccinated and you have no symptoms, we don't even really need to know about it. Well, and that's the way it is in every office building in the country right now. You know what I mean? No one else is taking tests daily to go to work. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, unless NFL's you're not, in the NFL, unless you're not vaccinated, you weren't having to test daily. I think unvaccinated ones were having to test daily. And then unvaccinated ones, they were... <clears throat> I think they had to be called into tests if they were mitigations. And I think now even they're getting into technical terms like viral load. Like if you're viral load, I don't know if higher low, I don't know the good, which whatever way is good. If you're positive, but your viral load is on what they call low. the good side. Yeah. You're not as likely to, to spread it. And so they're letting those guys come back sooner. Okay. It's, I mean, this just is going to be an everyday type every day this week. Just check it and see, you know, what's going on. And if I'm with the Chiefs, I'm almost, how much practice do you need to do at this point? Do you just do meetings? Yes. 
I mean, I mean, or, honestly, do you just tell everybody to stay home and we'll do Zoom meetings and yep. we'll do everything kind of put in the game plan that way? I, yes. <clears throat> well, and like, maybe it's better to get it now, to get all these guys who are, you know, susceptible to getting it, getting them through it now. Before February? Yeah. Yeah, I they mean, if you think about it, yeah. If, season now. Yeah, we've gotten Hill, Kelsey, well, you know, Jones, a lot of key people through it. Yeah. Um, you know, and like I said, as long as my home's and I don't know what the status on boosters is with the rest of the players. If, I mean, I could be or none of these guys that got it have gotten their booster yet. Um, I, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just we're going to have to see it every day. But I'm almost to the point where you almost want to keep away from the facility. Right. At least for a couple more days. Maybe come in Friday. If you, if you kind of dodge some bullets between now and Friday and get no one else testing. I mean, surely they can send someone to these guys' home to test them. Oh, I mean, yeah. Money's not an option. They shouldn't have to come. These guys who have tested positive shouldn't have to come in the facility to get tested. Someone can come to them and test them. Yeah. Air it out, uh, well, They could do it themselves it from home. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so do you, I mean, because right now I don't want Pat anywhere near that facility. Mm-mm. Because, I mean, as long as we have him and some, you know, some guys from the throw to, I think Sunday's fine. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I've watched Pittsburgh quite a bit this year. I, it just. Well, yeah, and uh, they've got receivers out. Yeah, they've got, they're pretty good tight end. I mean, I don't see how he, I mean, he had a pretty scary concussion on Sunday. Yeah, I um, can't imagine they let him play. Bear Bear or whatever. Um so I don't know. We, we can talk okay. about. We can go back to the you know, to the fun times of Thursday night. That was awesome. Wowie, Travis Kelsey. The end was good. I was a little nervous up till then. I yeah. absolutely loved that Andy Reid was like hats off to Melvin for winning two coin tosses. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I think the game was incredible. It was a fun. I mean, it was a, yes, it was gut wrenching and fun. But those games. When they come out your way, I mean, I was, you know, I'd, I'd hit, I'd hit some of the bottle Thursday night, and so that game when they scored, I got a little loud, woke some people up in the house, and then proceeded to have to stay up for a couple extra hours. Oh, we were all some, awake here, and listened to post game because I was pretty, pretty jazzed up after, after it. Um, yeah, I could not sleep, and I was. And not only did they come back, and I was really impressed with our defense at the end. I mean, I thought when we scored to tie it at at twenty eight that you know we left too much time. That if you leave, yeah, you you see it all the time in the NFL. If you leave a good quarterback a little over a minute, and they just need a field goal, I mean, a lot of times. I mean, heck, even Derek Carr got the Raiders into that position last night, and our defense stiffened up and. It's bad uh, sent the house too. Yeah. And got us into overtime and then we won the coin flip and then, you know, Kelsey just an incredible catch and run and ball game. And I, I don't know. Was... I, I might have been louder Thursday night in my house. <laughs> I was pretty pumped that yeah, that play. When he 
when I realized he was going to score, um, you know, at first, like, okay, now we're in field goal range. Oh, wait a minute. Now we're getting closer. Oh, yeah. Crap. We're going to win. <laughs> and, yeah, because it was just the same dump off right in the middle of the field that he gets all the time. And he yeah. just started doing the zigzag move from Super Tech Mobile. That's <laughs> exactly how it looked like. And, and he had two of those house. plays. I mean, yeah. earlier in the fourth quarter, he almost he was stopped, what, at the one-yard line? Yeah, he was, he was perfecting the zigzag move. Uh, and that play was a play where Mahomes got out of the pocket and found him and hit him. Yeah, uh, and the guy that was covering him fell down. Oh, no, no there was a penalty on that. He tried to yeah. hold him and yeah. ended up falling down. Yeah, they, yeah, and then he stole. And, I mean, you go back and you look at those two games, and I think the Chargers and Chiefs went one and one, and each fan base thinks that they should have won the one they lost. Podcast gold. <laughs> We're gonna submit this one for the, the hall of fa- for the hall of fame. No, I podcast Emmys. <laughs> should be the Grammys, at least. At least. At least. I think. You know, we thought we should have won the first game here. You know, we had four turnovers. We were in the. You know. Yeah, and I think San Diego, or not San Diego, good Lord, LA, whoever they are, wherever they play, I Those think people. they think you know they went for it all fourth down every time, and and um, good night, and you know didn't get it, and but I think a lot of those plays, I mean, the first one the guy fell down and concussed, and which was horrible, and he dropped, you know, just the ball left. But I thought a lot of you know Nick Bolton right before you know in the third quarter you know when he made that stop i mean he got and broke up the pass play yeah. um you know Sorensen came you know screaming in right before halftime and knocked the pass away yeah he did. you know they had a guy open um neiman caused a fumble on the goal line yeah neiman a caused a fumble down. yeah i came diving over and um i can't remember who ended up getting on that ball um yeah, people are killing the Chargers coach for going for it. But, like, he did – he went for it on fourth on scores, too. So, I don't well, know. The analytics still kind of plays out. He might have got the most points possible for his team. Yeah. yeah. It's just a new way of thinking. And some of these guys – I mean, Andy Reid doesn't really like that. He, I mean, he did go for it on fourth down and one. And, you know, but then Pat did the worm burn. But, like, there was no way that he – I knew when we scored to tie to 28, he wasn't going to go for two. He's – you know, he was going to tie we the game. We shouldn't have. Yeah. And, well, a lot of a lot of new thinking now is, yes, you go for two there. I mean, like the – Well, then I am for sure old school. Um, I think there's a place for analytics. I think some coaches maybe sometimes I – Yeah, what I didn't get – so they're they're going for it on every fourth down and they it's they go up they get the score to go up to make it 21-13. Why didn't they go for two right there? The analytics got to say go for two there to make it yeah. two scores. 
Because if we don't, if they don't go, if they go for two and miss it, then we just kick an extra point and tie it, most likely. But then they go down to, then they put us up two scores. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people. I saw a lot of that too. It's like if you're gonna, if you're gonna call the game the way you did, why didn't you go for two up then? Because I think that was right after they got all, got a lot of the momentum back, because they had fumbled, but then mm-hmm. we turned around and threw the interception. Yeah. Yeah. And then they went up, and then, you know, that's kind of when I was like, oh, you know, we're just – and then – but then we went down and scored and right away, and then it was – they went down and scored, and we went down and scored. And it's just he – I mean, he – I will give him this. He, I mean, except for that call, he followed it. I mean, he – they went for it. They did it in Kansas City, too, and it worked for him in Kansas City. It didn't yeah. work this game. No, and I yeah. think that's the thing that people don't understand about analytics is it's not gonna be foolproof it's just well for me though i guess for me i wouldn't have minded that in some games if we had gone for two there but when we're playing for when we're playing for first in the division i think you gotta you gotta play safe there for me personally i think you gotta look at it situationally like we're beating them our defenses or, you know, towards the end of the game, our defense was looking better against them. We're holding them. Our offense is moving the ball so we can play it safe and go for two. But if we're if we're getting, you know, just killed and we somehow miraculously caught up, I think going for two is the right thing. It's just, I don't know. The, the analytics kind of takes the feel out of it, I think, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. It does. And I think sometimes coaches – Sometimes you just want to say, well, the analytics said to do this, and the analytics said to do that. I think a lot of times – John Harbaugh earlier in the year against against the Steelers went for two at the end of the game and mm-hmm. didn't get it. And he said in the post-game press conference, he said, listen, I didn't, I would, didn't have any cornerbacks. I think that was a game that Humphrey got hurt and he lost another cornerback. He's like, we just kept losing players throughout the game. That was the only shot we really had. Yeah. <laughs> and – I understand that, and I think I understand. He went; they went for two again against the Packers this weekend, and I think he's like, "Hey, I got a backup quarterback against Rodgers. That was my best shot to win the game. Sure. If we could have got that two point, I didn't think I could get into overtime and win the game. Sure, and I think those are all, you know, sound strategies. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, and I think I think a lot of it. You look at the analytics where it says going for it on fourth down is you know, almost always the right move. I think it looks so good to go for it on fourth down because so few teams do it now. Like, when everybody's doing it all the time, you're going to lose some of the surprise, and it's not going to be, you know, as statistically advantageous to go for it on fourth every time. That, and I think when it comes to the two-point conversion, you know, you should go for two every time. You should just go for two. Okay, well, they line the two-point conversion up at the three-yard line. So you have the three – you're three yards away from the goal line, and then the defense only has to defend 10 yards in the end zone. Yeah. it's People don't understand. It gets easier. Like, it sometimes is harder to score from inside the five-yard line as it is from outside the 10. Right. Because it, it just condenses the, play, the the playing field that you have to deal with, and it makes gives the defensive less than they have to um, – they have to defend. I don't think there's no surefire. I mean, look, I mean, they went for it 
the Chargers. They went for I mean they almost all their fourth down and goals were like two point conversion type plays. They were inside the five yard line and they yeah. didn't they didn't get any of them. I mean if going for two is easy, everybody would do it every time. And there's a reason it's I don't even I think it's right at fifty fifty. If even if even that an extra points are nine I mean you're ninety four percent chance to get at least one point if you kick the extra point. Yeah, that's why uh, I, that's why they say go for it every time. Um, in three forty two fashion, I got kicked off the podcast. So <laughs> you guys finished. I'm gonna take Abby to her game. Hey friends, um, in case the boys forget, don't forget to go on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review. You can also now leave ratings on Spotify. So go do that, please, and find us on social media. Well, how about we just go ahead and we can wrap this up and we'll do a one in a couple days. Yeah. Break. We'll know maybe more about Thursday. I mean, know or, more about Sunday and who else, who else is available. Or this is 342 After Dark. After Dark. Get ready for that edit button. <laughs> no. All right. We'll All talk right. to you guys when we do the next talking and you'll hear us. Our voices. Our computer voices. Yeah, we didn't get any of that. What happened? Jason? Sorry. Um, nope. Nope. No. As I call it, the charger, you know, Jason. Go down and probably get a field goal. Jason. You just see that all. You know, if you lose, <laughs> you know, leave them. I don't think you can be a quarterback a lot of times. And I, I was so happy that our defense got us into overtime. Jason? Yeah? We got none of that. Okay. You're like a computer voice, man. Like a a cool-sounding computer voice? No. No? Okay. Not like Max Hedrum. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Like a dumb-sounding computer voice like Howl 2000. Nah. Damn it. Is this any any better?